0: Lead Time is a weekly dose of leadership insights and interviews from Tim Allman and Jake Bessling. Lead Time is for any leader living in a busy world looking to be inspired, equipped and empowered to lead others to their fullest potential. This is Lead Time. Welcome to Lead Time. My name is Jake Bessling. I am here with Tim Allman. It's we a great day, man. So lead. Aren't you excited to be it alive? It is. Today? It is. I mean, we are too passionate Christian leaders serving at an amazing discipleship-making church in the East Valley of Phoenix, Arizona. And we believe eternities are changed when the leader grows. Let me say that again. We believe eternities are changed when a leader grows. We are so proud of our church's focus on raising up disciples, aren't we, Tim? Yes, we are. Both of our lifetime goals are simply this. What's your lifetime goal? What's your legacy you want to lead and live and uh, leave in Christ? To raise up over 100 Christian leaders each, to lead in the local church, and then within the wider Christian movement, long after we are gone, they will continue. We are just two dudes among hundreds of Christian leaders passionate about introducing people to experience Jesus. Isn't it fun to be on a team? Oh, I couldn't do this alone. Exactly.
1: And, And what God gives to us, he wants to flow through us. So today is a day for you, leader, to say, I want to get better. I want to invest in personal self-growth. I care about offering my best, my whole self, as a fragrant offering to Jesus. And it's not just for my sake. I think that's the big motivation. What is it? Is it to earn more money? Is it to um, get into that awesome relationship that you think is going to take you to the next level? Or is it to give your life away on behalf of other people. Is it ultimately about others? When you get to the white hot why, is it about you or is it about others? And we are here as followers of Jesus who gave his life away and we are following suit. We that are really leaders, helps a, yeah.
0: That really helps a team move from competition to collaboration. Mm-hmm. Right. And so we just pray that whatever team you're leading, you are loving that team well. And maybe this podcast is exactly what you need to lead well with your lead time. Yeah, we pray that you are on a dynamic
1: team that is changing the me to a we, that you're investing in your team with leadership development, and when you learn amazing content, oh, this is good. This is really good. When you are learning, are you sharing it as quickly as possible? I love that. Right? I love that. So you are in um, constant, you know, receiving content and, and then, then you're that's just hopefully that you are. It you are taking it in. Hopefully.
0: Yeah. You have the means of podcasts of leadership books. You're putting yourself in the right room, the right space, the right opportunities to learn. And then you share it immediately. Right. I love this. You will continually externalize what you have just internalized. So as you internalize it, externalize it, give it away, share it as quick as possible.
1: It's really sad when a leader is on the island and they don't have a team that they're dreaming with and you never arrive. That's the fun thing about this leadership movement. It's not like there's a ceiling and oh, I finally, you know there's always more, there's always more. So keep pressing in. One of the things we got to do as a team here lately uh, is go to the Global Leadership Summit if you've not taken part in the Global Leadership Summit, where you at, man? This thing is changing the world. It is literally global. 100 plus countries that this great content is being taken into. And uh, if you are not taking your team there, you're really missing out. I'm not going to throw my dad under the bus. Okay, just a little bit. He went Last year, by himself. Oh come on! I'm going to throw my myself under the bus for five years being a pastor in Colorado. I went by myself, and I'd come back juiced with all this new stuff, and they're like, "Yeah, we didn't drink that Kool Aid, man. We're not. We're not." On the same wavelength. So when you go to an awesome event like that, you get to bring it home and contextualize it and continue to take your leadership next level. The Mm -hmm.
0: senior leader, make sure you're open to this because your team will thank you. I mean, I was a part of a team at, at some experience where some of the staff would go, but then all the way up to the senior leader wouldn't go. Was invited, but didn't really have time for that, and it was really a shock to the system when that wouldn't happen. But when you go to these things, there's kind of typical presentations. Uh, Patrick Luncioni talked. Oh, I mean, man. this is Tim's idol for good reasons. <laughs> He's, He's not a leadership my idol. stud. Come yeah, he on, is a it's stud, right? though. He spoke on the fact that there is no other type of leadership but servant leadership. Right. Then we had Pastor Craig Rochelle throwing down some leadership axioms, like the <laughs> Getmo yeah. Mo principle. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. When you've worked hard enough on a project, stop perfecting it. He mm. actually said he gave you permission to stop perfecting it. It's Gitmo. It's good enough to move along. Good enough to move along. Ship there it. Build it. Do it. Go. When yeah, I, you continue to perfect something and the return on investment just isn't worth the effort. It's Gitmo. How about Jason Dorsey? Jason
1: Dorsey has to be one of the best generational experts in the world. He threw down some mic drop moments with giving us, man, how is technology shaping the way different generations are viewing the world? Uh, you're three and a half year old, Jake. Tell us about
0: that. Yeah, I mean, he said that tech is only new if you remember the past. Tech is only new if you remember the past. And so we remember the good old days. Where, not I don't know about good old days, but the other days. And sometimes you're like, oh, things have changed so rapidly. Well, my three-and-a-half-year-old Ben will never remember time when he picked up a phone and just called someone and just heard audio. Mm-hmm. His version of phone is face-to-face, on the phone, grandma, grandpa, cousin. And that is just what he knows. And so it's a mindset of all that goodness that came out of that talk, but really one of the most interesting talks. I mean, those were typical talks we've heard at the Global Leadership Summit. Yep. But then we heard a talk all about rejection. And that's who, our theme for today. Who wants to talk about rejection? Well, we're having that as our theme today. This is uh, Rejection Therapy mm. by, how, how are we saying his name? Jia Jiang. Jia Jiang. It had to be one of the funniest talks we've ever yep. heard. In 2020, 2012, sorry, 2012, after an investment rejection for his startup company, he thought he was gonna make it big like Steve Jobs. He was down in the dark and in the dumps. He began to look for therapy and he Googled something like how to get out of the dark depression and fear. (laughs) And he stumbled on a website (laughs) called the rejectiontherapy.com. This is a true story. He's got a great TED Talk you can listen to as well. Rejectiontherapy.com. The theory was that and he just stumbled upon this, is that the more you get rejected in life and accept rejection happens, you get used to it. And then you feel less and less over time and it'll become easier to step out of the box, step out of the boat and ask people for help and for, for different things. He thought, okay, let's do this. So we bought into this program and Rejection Therapy sent him 30 cards. And on each card, it was a task to do. And it was an opportunity to be rejected. So he drew one each day. And before you know it, he decided to not do 30 of them, but 100 days of ways to be rejected. He calls it the 100 days of rejection therapy. This is crazy, right? It was so funny. It not only worked, though. But also changed him into a much more confident and charismatic person. He was lit that day. It was awesome in a good way. He says he is still the same person, but a much better version because of rejection therapy. It was almost like he took a course that transformed him. But the truth was he took no course, watched no videos, and read no books. He just got rejected a lot. But actually, you'll find that actually a lot of people accepted him and gave him everything he asked for. What transformed him were his actions by putting himself in front of real people, getting real rejections. So here are some of the ways he was rejected. First one is that he went up
1: to a dude's house. Texas. In Texas. And asked, hey, and he's dressed totally in soccer gear, holding a soccer ball.
0: A grown man.
1: Grown man, 37 years old. And said, hey, can I uh, come in and play soccer in your backyard? <laughs> and the dude looked at him and said, uh, sure.
0: Why, he <laughs> why said <not>? yes. <laughs> he said yes. He even has a picture of him in his backyard playing soccer. And he was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I, I don't even play soccer. But <laughs> So it, he went back he there, and just yes. kind of
1: kicked the ball a bit, got a picture, off he goes. But he let him back there. What about the cop? Yeah, there was a cop. He asked, can I drive your police car? And the cop said Yes. He went into Krispy Kreme. Tell the Krispy Kreme story. If you've not Googled this or YouTubed it, whatever, uh, you will have an amazing time watching this four-minute video of him asking a lady, a young, sweet worker behind the counter there at Krispy Kreme, to make him the Olympic ring
0: out of donuts. It was awesome. With the right colors. She literally looked at uh, Gia and, and just stared and pondered, to think about. and then for about four minutes was talking to him and questioning it, and not in a bad way, just like, can I make this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how fast it. do you want this? 50 minutes, he said, and he was expecting her to say no, and she she went to it. And it then happened. she brought it out and was like the most glorious thing. And I love the part where she like has this thin connection with him. Because she's made this random thing, this guy walks in yeah. off the street, like high hospitality and, and an acceptance and then excellence in what she, she did. She even hugs the guy it and showed just has this amazing connection. Just the
1: beauty of the human spirit. <laughs> it's awesome. You know, people want to help other people. Deep down. A lot of times, yeah, a lot of times we kind of paint people into a certain corner. But his exercise showed that, man, people
0: want to say yes. They want to help. One of the most hilarious talks we've ever heard. The dude was just hilarious and funny, and it worked out for him, meaning he put himself out there and he turned from fear to faith in people, from inward depression toward outward contribution, from no purpose to a clear purpose to experience life to the full, all through overcoming a fear of rejection. The main point today for us as we heard this talk and we move it to you is that may we grow and move from having a fear of rejection to having a freedom to simply go for it and ask. Let me say that again. Uh, Move from having a fear of rejection to having freedom to simply go for it and ask. Go for it. Ask. Put yourself out there. Try. Go for it. Tim, share a time in your life, would you, when you were rejected and how it it shaped your life. Yeah. So... You guys all know
1: I love to try lots of different things and see what sticks. It's like uh, the more things we press into, uh, the more opportunity we're going to have to fail forward. And so I've learned over time to become more comfortable with, with framing in my mind. I think this is a big way too, Jake. Framing, it's not failure. Um, it's not rejection. This is just feedback maybe from another person, or maybe because the situation didn't work out. So yeah, a couple stories recently, I was in this Harrison Behavioral Assessment, and I had become a coach so that I could put together my own assessment, this is all from my thesis, And the first time I had like, I think I shared this story before, but I had the best, most well-versed Harrison behavioral assessment dude on the planet, you know, and I was slightly intimidated by him. It was over um, Zoom. It was a Zoom call, video call. And I knew it wasn't, have you ever had that moment where you just start to sweat Maybe it was in a sermon or something you're like, "This is not going as I had intended, and but you' sure <laughs> it got to the end, and he goes, "Um, I think it would be a disservice if I passed you just yet, so we're going to try again, And you know what my gut wanted to say, Jake, was,, nope, what? I know this now what you know, make excuses, et cetera, but I actually said, I think you're right." I think you're right, because I'm going to get to learn more the next time time I walk through it. And you
0: had a choice to make. You could either just continue that posture of of, no, I've got this together, I should have passed, and then it could have been a spiral of against him, but you walked back into it and passed it, right?
1: Our leaders, exactly. I got it the next time. But our leaders have heard us talk about the Unite Leadership Center. I'm in conversation with different church leaders, and there's a lot of question, a lot of feedback. Is this going to work? You need to try it this way. I don't know if it's going to work. So I hear from a lot of folks that it's not going to work, but we're not deterred. We're going to continue to make it uh, what could help the church, make Get accessible to the church, and yeah, it's all about reframing in your your brain. This isn't about rejection. This is just about this is just about feedback. The last thing, a lot of times, do you remember playing sports? You're a baseball player. I do. Yeah, Rejected. and yeah, you, you come up to the plate, you strike out. I hit get back out there. I hit 330 in college. Two thirds of the time, I'm, I'm failing. You know, and you can often tell. You know, folks have been in a in a team environment because man, you lose. You lose.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, it's but the beginning you're not of the inning, and you—the ball goes five-hole uh-huh. right through you, and then you're like, "Oh, well, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta turn that around because your team's counting on you." I grew up with a mom. Her name is Judith, um, who had no fear of rejection, I remember just standing in multiple lines, and she'd always be, it's really the the opportunity of talking to people, and as a kid, I'd be like, man, this is really annoying, why is she talking to all these people, but very outgoing, very social, learning people's stories, and uh, didn't meet someone that she didn't like, it was just a friend to all people, and when we were in Germany, this is a, a fond memory of me and her before I got married, got to go through our history and our roots of our, our family. And I remember going from, you know, place to place, doing our, our daytime activities, finding more of our history. But at night we go to you know the local pub and have a have a brew there in Germany. And there would be these steins, these glass steins that all had the name of the beer on it. And that's of course in America too, but more so in that experience in those towns, you couldn't drink a beer out of just a normal glass. It had to be framed with a logo of hmm. that beer on it. And so my mom got really good at just asking the bartender, you know, we're from America and we love this place. Can I have this glass? And nine out of 10 times, They'd like, yeah, go for it. That's awesome. Oh. Welcome to our country and all this. And so it just, it was a small reminder that, you know, people could have said no, but a lot of times they said yes. And so our luggage was packed with all kinds of steins. <laughs> was it over 50 pounds? You have to pay extra. Back with all these, all these steins. So I fear rejection less and less now due to having a mom that taught me that it's okay, it's, it's free actually to ask. So ask more and ask often. The more you put yourself in opportunities to be rejected, no matter what the outcome is, you have the potential to be more comfortable with it. Now, we're not giving license to cheapskate companies, to to be a cheapskate to do that to companies or to gain goods for nothing just because you want people to be nice to you and give you things. We're saying that overcoming the fear of rejection could lead to amazing potential in your business life as you step out in faith to ask people for help. You might be guarded right now, and you need to step out of that guard, jump over the fence, or walk through the gate to ask people for help. You add a new member to your team, and you never thought you would have them join you because they were just out of your league. They wouldn't come be a part of your team, but you haven't asked, so you got to get over the fear of rejection and ask. And you're maybe stuck in a standstill of quicksand in your leadership, not being able to take the next step with your boss to ask him to be on a new project because of the fear of rejection. We wanna give you three tips today to move from a fear of rejection to having a deep down freedom to simply go for it and ask. Tim, what's number one? First one
1: is the more you ask, the sooner you will get to yes. We wanna get to yes. Rejection literally is a numbers game and in his year of rejection, he got all of his hundred tasks completed eventually and it didn't necessarily end even after the first one. It took trial and error. Uh, On another note, the awesome, amazing author, I don't know if you ever heard this story, Jake, J.K. Rowling, she got rejected 13 times until the 13th publishing company said, yeah, we'll let, and what was that book, by the way? Harry Potter. Yeah.
0: So the 13th even rejected her, but the the boss there got a hold of the the book, her child got, her grandchild got a hold of the book and read it. And the rest is history. I was like, wow. But, I mean, you got to think about, at that time, this is about 20 years ago, who's going to publish a book about kids and sorcery and <laughs> like almost like witchcraft? Seemed way out there. Um, for kids, yeah, pretty wild. And now it's a, an empire. So the worst that can happen is people say no. The best they can say is yes and plus. Talk to us about yes plus, Jake. Sometimes someone might say yes plus, even do more hmm. than you even thought because of their generosity, the kindness, compassion, and love and willingness that we do see around in people that God has given us all this measure of, of kindness and compassion. He's put it on our hearts, but you're not living into the, your full, full first potential because you haven't yet asked or seeked or knocked. And so yeah. let's take a rejection action step. Yeah.
1: What so, is, yeah, yeah, go yeah, go ahead. Good. I what is, love this.
0: What is one thing you have been debating? I mean, it's been on your heart about asking someone for, and you just haven't, yet done it uh, I'll try this Tim can I have $20 I mean we could go out to dinner <laughs> and I'll buy you a beer All so right. that's, that's a there yes plus because we're going to spend time there it together is. There you I go. like it let's do it <laughs> so take a step today think about it right now wherever you're at, in your car listening on your run working out and what is that thing that you've been debating you're like I don't think I could ask that because they might reject me maybe for some of you if you're single it could be like man you've been rejected in the past By putting yourself out there, but maybe it's now it's the time again to take that next step and ask for something. It's
1: important to talk about perfectionism, (laughs) and I think in our world, I'm a recovering perfectionist, firstborn. You know, Mm -hmm. and I've just seen the power, man, of working past perfect. And getting to get, get just this is good enough. It, nothing's going to be perfect outside of uh, the per- perfect love of Jesus. And so we're going to go on a journey to learn, discover, fail, and get back up. So, do you have that in your relationships? And then, I mean, the fear is gone. It's all gravy, in in essence, icing on the cake, whatever you want to say. Because your identity, it's a lot about identity. And am I going to be seen as a failure? You know, it really moves to that identity piece. So, your identity is in Jesus. Get past uh, all of that insecurity, ask Jesus for help, and the more you ask, the sooner you will get to a yes. It really is just a numbers game. Point number two is this. The more you ask, uh, the more you learn about other people's opinions. Opinions are cheap
0: resources. Do you like hanging out with opinionated people, Jake? Oh, I actually, I do. If they're not derogatory or negative toward you, but they actually like to share Their opinion, you can get a lot out of that. and You can learn their different perspectives. I love it. Uh, Yeah, asking people for help, um,
1: opportunities to learn. I love being around strong, strong leaders, brother, who, and and you're one of them, that if something's off center, off point, you better speak, man. I, I, I gotta hear it. So it leads to curiosity
0: about other people's opinions. The more, the more you ask. I love it. Number three, right? The more you ask, the more you grow as a person and leader. So, the first one was the more you ask, the sooner you will get a yes. Number two, the more you ask, the more you learn about another person's and people's opinions. And three, the more you ask, the more you grow as a person and a leader. It's just truth. Growth comes from asking anything from anyone, anywhere, without the fear of rejection. If you're called to ask for that. Um, here's a story that just happened this past weekend to my wife. She was in Las Vegas, Nevada, and she was going to a concert um, for Janet Jackson. Ooh. And she looks over to the side and she sees this guy. His name's uh, she didn't know his, his um, real name. She knew his stage name as Ben Warren from Grey's Anatomy. Huh. This dude right here. I'll show you a picture. And we'll she put lo- it in the show notes. She looks over <laughs> and Warren. it's she's like I don't even know this guy's name, but Jason Winston George. As she looks up, yeah. she go she just storms right over. And starts talking to the dude, and he's, sure. he's even talking to someone else. He's like, excuse me, but you're on Grey's Anatomy. Can I get a picture with you? Yeah. And so they get a picture with him. And then she says that later, like, they're walking along to the next thing, and he's just hanging out, and he's like, hey, what's going on? And he remembered something they had said about the girl they were with that was a birthday girl. Wow. And so he's like, how's the birthday girl? And it was just like, she had this cool Courage. experience. Yeah. I was a little jealous because he's pretty handsome. I mean, wow. <laughs> but she stepped out. To, like, have this experience. You could say, like, oh, he's not going to talk to me. This is weird. I can't, yeah. I can't do that. So yeah. it was good. Good job, Nicolette. Way Taking to go, a man. step to grow as a person and a leader by by having that fear of rejection and then moving it to um, freedom to simply go for it. I mean, rejection action step for this one, the more you grow as a person and leader, the more you ask, is that Jia Jiang invented the dare me approach. It's an action-based learning system. You can go to his website to figure that out, and it gives you a daily social challenge to learn soft skills. It works like magic for both people and organizations. He's building this app-based approach where every single day you would be released a challenge in order to overcome that fear of rejection.
1: Let's think about rejection. It's hard to not think about one of the greatest leaders of all time, and Jesus is obviously our Savior, uh, the one who stepped down into our broken frailty. But he was familiar with rejection, rejected by men, scorned, shamed, beaten, bruised, left on a cross, and yet uh, through the failure, through through his death, came newness of life. And so it's all about your God who tells you who you are. Because at the end of the day, rejection is about identity and or misplacing your identity. Is it in what other people say about you? Right. What, and, and kind of the M.O. on the street, who are you? And and then you're kind of posturing, you're, you're comparing, you're living just a, a fear-filled life. And man, there's no joy there, Jake. I mean, what are you getting after, leader? You want more contentment, more peace, more passion, more joy in your life? Work through the fear of failure and rejection and ask Jesus for help because he's very, very familiar with it.
0: So, down the home stretch here, if you're not a Christian listening, you can just listen in right now and take a pause, but we want to talk specifically to those that say they are Christian. If you are a Christian, you call yourself a disciple of the rabbi, teacher, and Savior who lived in the first century, Jesus. Listen up. Here's what Jesus says in Luke chapter 10, verse 16. Whoever listens to you, disciple, listens to me. Whoever rejects you, rejects me. But whoever rejects me, rejects him who sent me which is the father as Christians putting these principles into action of rejection therapy can help you share the greatest message of all time that Jesus lives and reigns for all eternity and he offers freedom and grace to all people it's the message of the great commandment and the great commission and a lot of times as Christians we have a fear of rejection to share our faith and we must remember that more people need to hear the gospel of Jesus all people do The more you put yourself out there to share your faith and not have a fear of rejection, the sooner you will get a yes from someone to be introduced to Jesus. The more you will learn about someone's opinion about Jesus, and the more you will grow as a person and as a leader, and mostly as a disciple. So may we as Christian leaders and leaders in the workplace, leaders in our home, leaders in our everyday life, move from a fear of rejection to having a deep-down freedom to simply go for it and ask. Jesus loves you.
1: You know, you come to him day by day and say, do you love me? Will you come and come alongside me? And he says yes, over and over again. He cares for you. Uh, You believe in him. And then in turn, because his spirit lives in you, he believes in you and the mission that you're a part of. So today is an awesome day. We pray you've moved past uh, rejection a little bit. If we can help you in any way, please reach out to us here at Christ Greenfield. We are We partners. will not reject you. That's right. You will not well, be rejected. <laughs> you you may we may have a conversation in uh, a week or so, but we really a major part of why we do this is we just want to be a partner with you, you need help? We're to here. see you
0: grow and to
1: see you thrive as as a leader in the kingdom of Jesus.
0: Yeah, so may God continue to help us all as we go and get rejected by many, accepted by some, and loved by Jesus always. We believe eternities are changed when a leader grows. Thanks for tuning in today to Lead Time, because you are a leader that is growing, and it's affecting eternities on the different teams you lead. Next time on Lead Time, we're excited as we go through the theme of Stories Stick and facts fade. We could list a lot of facts, but a story will stick for a lifetime. So sharing is caring. Enjoy um, your day, and we're so excited that you tuned in, and please share this on social media. Share it with a friend. Maybe that, think about that one person that like really uh, needs to hear this. Maybe they've gotten rejected a lot. Maybe they're a little, a little prideful, and they could use a little rejection. Uh, don't tell them that way, but just send them our podcast and enjoy Lead Time. Good to see you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Bye. Jesus loves you. Peace. You have been listening to Lead Time with Tim and Jake. Please subscribe at cglchurch.org backslash lead time. Thanks for listening. Tune in next Monday for another episode.